Everybody, what's happening? Sean and Brad, Guys Beer Sports, back again. Somewhere in season two, it's draft weekend. We're having a good time. We've been kind of just messing around, getting to it. Uh, a little later in the show, we're going to have Ian on. Ian's one of Sean's uh, former bandmates. And so you heard that correctly, band. Sean was in band. He went to band camp. Not sure if Ian did, but we can get oh. him out there. <laughs> so I'll play Man. the drums. You didn't play the flute, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> or the organ. Thank you. <laughs> listen, listen, I think people missed you last week, man. People yeah, missed probably. you. You were you were helping. I, was to, I mentioned you were helping some a friend. It must have been a good friend. Yep. Move across state yeah. lines. Uh, yeah, I was moving uh, somebody. Yeah, it's a no. nice. You know, it's, you got to really care about someone to drive you all twelve hours uh, away from. Yeah, your house. absolutely. And then and then Why Reed not? mentioned Reed mentioned that it was because of the the conversation we're going to have about hockey. That's why you kind of just yeah, I would probably wouldn't have done it if it was football season. But yeah, <laughs> it's like uh. But we're we're both convinced. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Friends that I moved that will remain nameless. I'm just. Hey, listen. I am. I am. I I am certain. I am certain that once the Kraken are in full effect, you're going to be all in hockey. Yeah, 100. percent Yeah, you're going to be all in. All of a sudden, once I'm in, where they're not doing this stupid, you know, country by country division, I'd even be more in. I just Mm -hmm. I can't do it, man. It's too many. I've been loving it, man. Too many same games. It. Yeah, because it makes your it makes your one team better. Did you see that little thing I sent you earlier that you decided to not react yeah. to? Yeah, I'm not reacting to anything yeah. negative about the Leafs. Shout out to the uh, Leafs securing their first round playoff exit this year. It's good. I thought it was clever. You think it was? It clever? was clever. It was. I'm just. I'm just like completely putting that out because it's happened to. It's happened a lot there, Brad. It is. I know. <laughs> Listen, shout out to my cousin uh, DJ Russell. DJ Good Times, <laughs> Russell with the Heat. That's what we know we should do soon. This is all. This is what I'll work on. Is uh, I have two cousins who are also Canadian, and I think mm-hmm. that they would just dump on you. So you can't say it's an American thing. But that's beside the point. Uh, my cousin Mitchie is a giant UFC fan. Yeah, and then uh, Russell, who's also a DJ, has a lot of good fun stories. Yeah, is uh, he's a giant hockey fan and UFC fan. So maybe we we'll bring the brothers. That'd be awesome, man. On. We'll see how it goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Group. That'd be, that'd be this week there. The Guy Spear oh, Sports man. Facebook group. Uh-huh. I, knew, I knew you were taking a sabbatical from the uh, internet, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I put in something a little risque. Although I thought, funny. That that thing there with the state the state restaurant there. Yeah, I got saying it. Moms. I, I have to tell you that I saw it this morning. You saw this morning. Yeah, I got on this morning just to see what was going on in the world, and I saw it, and I thought, "Here's what I thought." I didn't know if it was intentional or not. Uh, well, by the restaurant? Yes. I have no idea because here's 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 what the it's funny thing. Funnier if they don't know. Well, there, this is the thing: is that I thought to myself, "This is very obvious. This is a very obvious thing." Okay. Yeah. 
and I showed it to Joanna, and she goes, "What's so funny about that?" Brad, Brad, I never show those kinds of things to my wife because I don't want to explain it. I know. I, I I had to explain it. I'm just like, like, and I feel like I feel like when a man loves a woman a lot. <laughs> like I felt, I felt like I felt. So, so the thing said, the sign said, "Moms get free cream pies." And so, <laughs> so Joanna goes, "What is? What does that mean?" And I'm like, uh, "I feel like some dirty, disgusting." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's coconut cream or it's banana cream. <laughs> Listen, it's not the first time she's done this to me, Brad. I, I think I told you. I think I told you about the time in Vancouver. We're walking around. She goes, that's a skunk really close by. I go, yeah, babe. Those are urban skunks. <laughs> Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. I love it. That's where I got my uh, Saskatchewan Rough Rider shirt from. It was from the from the family back there. So Look I'll at see that. Brad, see Brad. Come on and debates the merits of CFL versus NFL. Well, I mean, there are some, but... <laughs> There's none. There's none. There are some. The reason to watch okay. a CFL game is because the NFL game is not on. Yeah, I know, man. You and Reed, like Reed, I'll never forget when he's watched his first CFL game, and I told him about uh, uh, Warren Moon coming from there, even uh, Cameron Wake coming from there, and he goes, "Listen, Jay Z used to deal, uh, used to deal cocaine, but nobody reminds him of that past, you know." And I'm like, "Come on, man, that's that's harsh. That's harsh. Oh, that's hilarious." That's hilarious. So, dude, draft happened. Yeah. Were you shocked at the number three pick? Yeah, I don't know what San Francisco was doing with Dre Lance. They must, I mean, you know, uh, Kyle Shanahan's the smartest person he ever met. Just ask his father. Uh-huh. Uh, he feels the same way. So, didn't Trey Lance like goal. opt out? No, he season? played. He just he plays played? for the, he plays for an FBS school. That's just the thing. Like North Dakota State. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that he's ever. Uh, but the thing is, is that he probably could have played D one football, just not as quarterback. He got zero offers to play quarterback at a Power Five school. But that's so the number three he, pick. I just they think they got him. <laughs> like Mac Jones dropped the fifteen New England. Just thank you. Listen, Bill, Bill Belichick just loves chubby quarterbacks. That's just the thing. Man, and this morning he's already on Mac. He's already he already said that Cam's their starter. So I know I heard that. I heard that. I think they probably didn't think that he was going to be there. No, no. I mean, Justin Fields dropping yeah, to eleven fell, fell in their lap. The Bears were advantageous and jumped in to grab Justin Fields. Who smart? I mean, that's the best fit for that offense, right? That is like the best move I've seen. I've seen the Bears do since Urlacher. Like as far as draft, well, yeah. With that, yeah, with that backfield that they have, that the Bears have, mm-hmm. you know, I think they'll be. And they have a good wide receiver core too. Well, well, then that remains to be seen. But yeah, I was taking a crap, and I was there. Hmm. That's why I think of my most of my things. <laughs> what can I like? Oh, I should ask Sean. <laughs> good TV. Man. All right. Good TV. I, I did want to I wanted to point out something here. So the Bengals end up going after Jamar Chase, wide receiver, yeah. and they yeah. leave Panay Sewell off. And after Joey Burrow's getting injured, why would you not go for 
Well, they've, I mean, they signed some free agents there. I feel like they had, they think they had some injuries uh, last year that led to that. And so why not get the guy some weapons? You're losing AJ Green, right? I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. Know, get him some chemistry. I mean, for, I think it's a lot of the same that we saw with Jacksonville uh, taking was, Travis Etienne. I think, you know, having a quarterback, a young quarterback that has a familiar, and you can't make that happen. I mean, you know, it worked out really well for Deshaun Watson and uh, with Hopkins. And they yep. weren't necessarily teammates, but they pl- they played together in the summertime and, and worked mm-hmm. out together. So that familiarity, I think, really matters. Uh, I think that's where they're they're catching it uh, up now. Is you know he, you're he's a stud four four or five years with a quarterback, right? You better yeah. start him off and get him some weapons early because right away that's how yeah. you're going to win. Etienne is he's a he's a stud too, and and just to yep. be able to be able to play with Trevor Lawrence, I think it's gonna give him some familiarity, like you said. Yep. Talk about being a like they're gonna go. They're, it's gonna be a transformation there this season in Jacksonville for sure. I think like it's not gonna be the same old Jacksonville. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll just, we'll see how much Urban can change the culture. That's the yeah. thing, right? Can Urban Myers change that culture? Probably, right? I mean, we're I think so. If there's anybody that can, I mean, I, I'd say it would be. Yeah, it was mind. interesting last night to hear them say uh, that Shaquille Griffin, who came from Seattle, um, you know, was one of the higher corners for us. Uh, he said Urban Meyer is the first coach that's ever he felt like was trying to get to know him. I so, that's, that's a big that. deal because he's had some good coaches, yeah. uh, and real personal coaches, and especially mm-hmm. Pete Carroll, you yeah. know. Um, it's not a knock on Pete at, at all, but it's uh super interesting to hear them say that Urban Meyer is a cut above even you know the rah rah that Pete Carroll is. So, uh, be interested to see if it matters. You know, what one thing that stood out that I read this morning was, and I feel dirty saying this because it's starting to turn my feelings about this particular coach, but you know, Alabama has 31 first rounders. In the last 10 years, in second right. place, I want to say is like Ohio State at 18. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban is a genius. He is. He is. And I feel dirty. They've been saying it's, it's so funny because if you go back to 1990 through to 2000, um, they had nothing, Alabama. Yeah. Listen, this, Alabama sudden, has yeah. 32 first-round picks in the past 10 years. Ohio State is 18. LSU has 15. Clemson has 14. Florida has 12. Georgia has 11, right? And those are the five schools that are always in contention for the playoff, right? Those are that's, always in the championship contenders. But that's – you're talking about Florida and Georgia are averaging just a little over one first-round pick a year. Alabama is averaging three first-round picks a year. That's insane. And it's tied, insane. It's the Miami Dolphins with the most six first round picks in a draft with six last night. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They went after even Miami going after a a wide receiver right away there as well. Well, that's the same thing though, right? To, you know, they got Jalen Waddle and Jalen Waddle probably wins the Heisman if he doesn't blow his ankle up. I agree. I mean, nothing, taking away nothing from Devontae Smith, right? Yeah. You know, going in. That's the thing too. How about Dallas trading out of that pick and giving yep. it to the Eagles and the Eagles get better? I hope Devontae Smith destroys the Cowboys for the next 10 years. I, every time he plays them, he has 200 yards. Well, who did they get last year, Dallas? Well, they don't need a receiver, but you mm-hmm. can't help out your division guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. They've got enough yeah. receivers. They didn't need Devontae Smith, but they should not have helped 
Yeah. The Eagles yeah. need Devontae Smith. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying okay. that Denver or that Dallas needed him. I'm just saying they shouldn't have helped the Eagles get him. That's well, Jalen Hurts now all of a sudden is another weapon. So, well, yeah. again, it's a former teammate. That's it. Like, that's the, the theme of this first round. That's is exactly that all these it. Quarterbacks, <laughs> except for Zach Wilson <laughs> and Trey Lance, who has a heavy teammate getting drafted. And I don't know about Zach Wilson either. Man. But they've all, they're all getting familiar um, people to play with them in the backfield. It's, a very, it's very fascinating to me. And were you surprised that uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't go anywhere? No, no. Yeah, that's that's Until a lot he's of money. Withhold his on-field services. Yeah, they're not training. Yeah, him. there's yeah. not there's not there's no feeling quite like having a freshly shaved fucking pair of boys. You know. Let me tell you, when you it's wake up first thing in the itself. morning, yeah. <laughs> do you not like the smell of swass on your balls? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Listen, you feel was better about yourself all the way around if you just jump out of the shower and you're freshly groomed. Like, you just you know, you <laughs> wanted to tell you about shit. Just talcum powder and go. <laughs> yeah, because you're already smooth. <laughs> smooth as eggs, son. If you just need to, put some Brute 33 down there. <laughs> you know how bad that would just not be great? No, that would stink. <laughs> Oh, man. Make a band out of you. Had some old spice in your nutsack. <laughs> Spicy nuts. <laughs> it would probably give you some kind of PTSD. And probably like you'd get a whiff of it later today. It'd make you twitch, you know? So I, got go, some, I got some strange people in my family, man. And like, I, I'll never forget this when I was 17. One of my cousins decided he wanted to try it. <laughs> he wanted to get away from shaving. Yeah. So he put Nair on his face. Oh, yeah, I can see that. It was a chemical burn, dude. Yeah. I, know <laughs> someone, I know somebody who put Nair in their roommate's hair bottle. Oh, shampoo, a shampoo bottle. Oh, not at all. Oh. <laughs> it did not go well. Were they friends after? No. I, I still, I think they're probably not friends now. It's 25 years yeah. ago. That's, that's harsh. That's harsh. Yeah. I have a buddy of mine who was uh, on his way. He was on his way to see somebody. And realized that he hadn't, he was flying to see somebody. He was meeting up with somebody at a tropical location and realized that he had not properly groomed himself for said vacation. And so he got his electric razor out of his travel bag, of his carry on, and jumped in the bathroom of the airplane and tried to groom himself. Well, what, like a Phillips? Razor. Yeah, the like Phillips, Phillips with and the Rocco. Yeah, with the with the with the the the, yep. the circular ones. Yeah, I don't know which one it was, but it had the beard trimmer, and he was try, trying to like cut down with that, and then they the hit beard the beard trimmer. Yeah, you know, you're like talking about had, that like, thing the, that you click. Yeah, yeah. He clicked. He was trying to like trim with that. <laughs> they hit some turbulence, and that thing cuts the shit out of you. Apparently. Well, that and wouldn't he be afraid of Turkish delight, man? Apparently not. I don't know, man. You get a little swass. Have you ever? Up. I mean. You know, have you been in the bush? Have you been anywhere like that? No pun intended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've been in the bush and you're sweaty? <laughs> you're trying to trim down there? You're probably yeah. getting some Turkish delight coming out, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just roll, roll that up. You just yeah. <laughs> serve it to your kids. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I, want to, I want to switch gears on you. Yeah. I want to switch cool. gears on you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so, watching the dirt while you're talking, so. All right. So. I'm watching uh, the video home. That's what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm, <laughs> 
So I'm going to, I'm going to go to a couple of sports there. So uh, let's go to, let's jump over to uh, NHL hockey. Okay. Well, real quick. I just want to speed past the fact that you didn't talk about your team's draft at all. Either one of them. Buffalo? NHL hockey. Either one. Either one. <laughs> we picked up a defensive end there. Uh, Buffalo did. So we did all right there. We picked up somebody for our defense. Why not? Where did he go to school? He went to. Oh, look at it. I know. I know the answer to this. I Miami. Know you know. Yeah, you had to look at it, though. It was right there in front of me. <laughs> How many sacks did he have last year? All right. That, see, now that. No, I don't know. He didn't have any because he opted out. There you go. Look at that. Wow. Brad just throwing me to the bridge. We're just going to edit that out. Thanks, Back. Brad. Back <laughs> NHL hockey. Listen, okay. So we had we had a conversation with Anton Manson, you know, talking about fights. There's a code. There's a code to fights, right? There's a code yeah. that happens in fights. Now, the thing is, is that a week before, so Vancouver and Toronto played again there, right? Like They played nine times this season coming up at the end of it. But Vancouver and Toronto met last week, and uh, Edler stuck on his knee, smacked up Hyman, Zach Hyman from the Leafs, <laughs> knee-to-knee hit, taking Zach Hyman out there. He's, so Hyman's got to be tougher than that. That's vicious, all nasty hit. Vicious, nasty hit. So I don't know if you saw last night, but Wade Simmons, this is 250-pound Wade Simmons, been in 71 fights. Wade Simmons goes up to Mr. Edler and says, you are going to take your licks now and just beats him, just beats him, beats him like the government mule that he is. Because he said, you have to learn your lesson for that hit, Right. And then some sports writer, uh, Ian McClay, I, I, I don't know, some Vancouver crybaby there, he ends up talking about that there's a code that Edler's never fought in a fight and Simmons has fought in 71 fights. Why would you start this fight with him? Well, it's because he did a dirty hit. And you go and you did protect. Did he get suspended for the hit? He got suspended for two games. Okay. Yes. Yes. But you still so have to answer. in the wallet. He got punched he, in the wallet. He got punched in the wallet, but he also got a good lesson from he Mr. Simmons. And, and he got a good lesson from Mr. Simmons there last night. Yeah, as he should have. Uh, thank the you. Code, the code was out the window. Whatever. That is the code. You you pick up your, your yeah, boy well, can't I'm go out there and fight. The Vancouver guy doesn't know the code. Like that's the code. The code is you get dealt with. You get dealt with. Everyone dealt with quick. <laughs> yeah. Now, now. 94 mile per hour. I would support that guy getting beat on the beach somewhere in the offseason if that's ever came to that. Like, I love it. Can't do it. So, uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Um, Bryce Harper takes a 94 mile per hour fastball to the face, right? Yep. And then later on in that game, wasn't there some retribution from the pitcher throwing it on to, uh, I forget who it was there from uh, St. Louis there, but he ended up hitting him in the back. With like a ninety point mile oh, per hour I didn't, see the, I didn't see the retribution. No, and so basically, there's a code there as well. It's like if you're going after our top guy, we're going to go after your top guy. Yeah, I mean, maybe right. I don't know. I have a hard time with that. I think it's hard. I don't know. I think you can tell when someone's throwing at someone versus when the ball doesn't comes out of his face. And I don't think anyone was. Here's the thing: if he was really throwing at Bryce Harper's face, someone should charge him and beat his ass on the mound. Oh, I agree with you. If you're throwing at someone's head, you 
beat their ass. But that's why hockey's so wicked. Yes, but you don't hit someone in the back a couple of like that's <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever. So dumb. Okay, listen. So that's like if I insult your mom, and then you spit in the general direction of my car as you're walking past it later. No, that works out. I don't know. <laughs> works it works out in my mind. You don't even defend your mom's honor. You don't even defend your mom's honor. It's terrible. If someone says something dirty about yeah. your mom, and you, you just let it go, and then like three no. days later, you're walking by the parking lot and you spit in the general direction. No, that's of the car. not even yeah, on the car. I, I feel what you're, you're saying. Spitting that's a, that's on a, the car. You're spitting in the direction <laughs> of the car. Oh, that's no. That's no, what that that's, is. It's silly. not even it's passive like, aggressive. That is silly. To do that? Did I mean to? No, stupid. Stupid. What the heck? What kind of retribution is that? I just spat in the sidewalk it's not. beside it's the your same car. Don't want to hit someone in the back when they blast you <laughs> in the face. I'd be embarrassed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's not even a code. All right. That leads me to this. This is the wife question of the week. Our wife question of the week. Let's hear it. So, Joanna asked me today. Who do you think out of the four major sports are the least in shape athletes? Man, it's a tough one. Four major uh, North American sports. Least in shape? Least in shape. Man, it has to be a baseball player. Right? Yeah, so that's exactly what I said too. It's, it's baseball players. But it's all based day. on position, right? Like you can't be really an out of shape outfielder. You can't play there anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you, you, know I mean? you could be an out of shape first baseman. Yes, one hundred percent. That's what I'm just saying. Like you got to <laughs> talk about the like a relief pitcher is largely out of shape. I feel like in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> the DA we have to work two, three shape. innings. The first baseman is out of shape. The sometimes DH could be out catcher, of shape. Yeah, sometimes the catcher. I feel like you're not playing. If you're in the outfield, though, you're probably like. In decent shape, right? I don't know. I think you could play left field. Not left field. You could play right field. Right field, yeah. Left not... field. Left field. Yeah. You're left field. You're working a little bit too much. Working a little bit too much. Right field, then. Yeah, yeah. Center field is like you're you're all over the place. Yes. You gotta be strong in center. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I said I, that too. I think the middle of the field is a hundred percent where. You know, second short in center field. Those folks, those boys are usually in shape. Oh my gosh. Too funny. I don't know. But, um, you know. Man. I, mean, I think there's positions for each. Uh, that is, right? Like, yeah. you know. I think like punters and kickers in football generally don't have to be in good shape. Yeah. The long snapper for the football, for the football doesn't have, is not typically in good shape. Um, in basketball, the you get away with being a fat ass and be a center for sure. Or yeah, Kyle, you Lowry. ain't, you ain't you, or Kyle. Yo, Lowry. yo, Kyle Lowry's been looking good <laughs> lately. What are you talking about, man? I remember when Kyle he was Lowry is in shape, that's for sure. Uh, man, he'd be, yeah. <laughs> you knew he, you knew he was eating Philly stage, Philly steak sandwiches, he's coming in off the offseason. So I got a few of those. Yep. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I think that's true. And then in hockey, I think the goalies typically could be the fat asses. 
No way, man. Are you high? Maybe. No, no man. No. The goaltender's got to be... There's no out-of-shape hockey player. Like, not one. Except yeah. for Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel looks like he wolfed okay. down a few cheeseburgers. What position did he play? Right wing. Okay. Yeah. But not not he's not prototypical. Like he is definitely like he's yeah. like somebody yeah, looks yeah, like he could drink a six yeah, pack. Hockey's hockey's like soccer, right? Like those guys are all relatively in good shape. Yeah. You know. Um football. I would say I would say yeah, in football, I mean you gotta be pretty gassed up mostly. Even the defensive yeah. line can't run, you know. I think it's probably hockey, football, basketball, baseball in order of yeah. most condition to not. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're back here. Guys, Beer Sports, I am so happy and so privileged to be having my really good friend over here, Ian Dudgeon. Ian, thank you so much for spending some of your time coming on here. I know you're a busy man. No problem, Sean. Thanks for having me. Oh, are you kidding, man? Um, So, Ian, both of us had these lofty dreams of becoming rock stars back in our 20s. Yes. Yeah. And since then, um, I'd say, I mean, life's been good. I cannot say that it hasn't, uh, yeah. but it didn't pan yeah. out that way. <laughs> no, sure didn't. We're, uh, we're like the uh, Brian Adams song, Summer of 69. You know, everyone everyone went off and did other things, and but we had fun at the time, right? Well, Although we had it wasn't 69. Yeah, here, let me, it was, let, <laughs> it was let, me prove, let me prove. Let me prove how much fun we had here. Just give oh, me boy. a second here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my um yeah i managed to find this here on on facebook uh i i was pretty happy about it all right here we go i'm gonna share right here just give me a second here there we go okay and there we go come on oh jeez. come on <laughs> tell me that is not awesome oh my goodness look at sean over here i know flying the flying monkey (laughs) that was like the most exciting you ever got what was it 96 either late 96 or early 97 somewhere in there um God world. I know. I know. I feel like that long ago, of course. But. Not at all. Unbelievable. <laughs> Your hair, dude. Here, let me let me go back to this. Your hair was just amazing. Your oh, hair was God. amazing, brother. I mean I was like Getty Lee with uh look no, at this. none of the success. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> no, man. I mean, I look like yeah. a Goomba over here. Old Kurt's the only one that looks like, you know, I like I like things. he was so normal that was was. was good and bad normal man Uh, oh that was was, that was a fun couple of years man that was something else (laughs) you're all grown up now though it's weird i know i know i got so much gray in the beard it's crazy um what i love how many stories can i hey how many uh stories can we tell about those days oh my gosh about you all right, all right. You got to you got to tell about you got to tell about the uh oh my god, I'm going to I'm going to cry here. It's so funny. You got to talk about the gremlins. I mean, that was weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably so 
it, it's fun to frame this book. We were pretty much, you know, as most bands are, it was kind of the, the usual setup in terms of the character that made up each member of the band. So in most bands, the guitar player is kind of the guy that keeps things organized. He's, you know, the, the lead singer is always very extroverted, a little wild and crazy. The drummer is, you know, you got to put a leash on them or they wander away. That's exactly what Sean was, the other Sean. And then the bass player is the quiet, methodical, sort of poetic guy or whatever you want to call him. So keeping you guys all corralled was sort of my job and keeping things from, you know, completely falling apart from you and Kurt killing each other and Sean wandering away was what I did. <laughs> and, um, so I'm surprised they're kinda, not more gray. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a lot of gray under here, but um, that's why I got a hat hiding it today. Um, at least I still have hair. That's the good part. Um, there you go. So we, we had a, it was a CD release party. So we recorded the album. We did all that fun stuff. We went through that whole thing and mm -hmm. that party that almost didn't happen because you and Kurt were fighting and he was not going to show up that night. <laughs> we had arranged this whole event. There was a club called Limelight in Toronto. I don't know if it's probably still there. It's probably changed names 95 times since. So <laughs> we do this release party. We have the whole night going on. Um, I'm thoroughly distracted trying to keep things organized, getting the sound system set up and try to probably Sean had wandered off again and keeping him on track and you were off doing something. And so we go through this whole night. We, we play the show. It's pretty good. Everything turned out. Okay. Um, we're driving home and you're, we packed as much stuff as we could into your little Suzuki Swift. <laughs> <laughs> there must have been guitars hanging out the back windows and stuff like that. But uh, so we're driving home and it's about two in the morning. And throughout the course of that night, I don't quite know what you got into, but there was a thing or two. <laughs> it wasn't just a pint. We'll say. I think it was a little oh. bit more than a pint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're driving home, it's 2, 2.30, something in the morning. There's not a thing on the road but us and your little Swift just boogieing home, heading north out of Toronto. All of a sudden, you're in the middle lane, slams on the brakes, goes from doing 60 miles an hour to zero, about as quickly as that little car could stop. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? You don't say a word, and you just, like, your hands go off the steering wheel. Like, Sean, what are you doing? I'm sitting beside you. You all right? Because there's gremlins on the road. <laughs> what? <laughs> I look at Sean, there's nothing on the road. I can see gremlins. <laughs> it was so funny because I didn't remember that until you mentioned that story back to me. I'm like, oh no, yeah. I did do that. <laughs> completely exhausted from that night and here we are sitting in the middle of a major highway in north of toronto <laughs> stopped dead in the road and the chinese suzuki swim you sitting there thinking there's little green men running in front of your car <laughs> and i don't know how long it took me to talk you into you know continuing on it was a couple of minutes i think or at least it felt like it but uh, eventually we continued on and got got us all home somehow. oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, when I think about half the stuff that I did with that band, with you guys, like 
there was a, a show that uh, was going to happen in Western, was it Western University? And it was in the middle of a, a major snowstorm. And I'm like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> freaking, freaking moron. Oh, my well, gosh. We were uh, we were so desperate to get anywhere to play that it was like, we got to go through with this. I don't remember what I was thinking that day either, but we went ahead with it. We did. Yeah. Heading out yeah. to like Westerns in London, Ontario. And when Ontario gets hit with snow, they kind of get double what everybody else does. So it was... That was a fun trip too. That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh my oh, gosh, Ian! Um, I'm telling you, yeah. that's. A, <laughs> oh my gosh, I. Uh, I'm very, uh, you know, every now and then when I listen to the uh, the album, and this literally every now and then, like every three or four years, it'll pop up on the playlist. <laughs> listen to a song here yeah. or there. And I'm right. really impressed what we did, you know, and mm-hmm. and it impressed me so much. I wanted to use it as our intro song for this podcast because it's like it's just the riffs. So I, I remember coming up. I remember coming up with an intro riff, but you completed it with that wonderful guitar lick that you put over top of it there at the end there, the you know, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's what it was missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a great tune. I mean, I wish we had the technology back then you do today to promote that kind of stuff. It would have, uh, I think it would have, you know, had some likes to it, but Hey, you know, maybe man. we're still superstars that are only in our own minds. Who knows? But uh, oh man, I'm I'm constantly song. yeah, <laughs> still playing in front of arenas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, not the eight people that we played in front of that are. Oh my god! Come on, yikes! Yikes! <laughs> oh man! So here we are. We're going to be talking a little yeah. hockey, and we're both super out of touch wearing our Blue Jays. I guess I don't know. Um, we're 500. Yep, there we go. Yeah. But can you imagine, were you expecting that, um, that news yesterday that hit about Roberto Alomar? Oh, oh, that was, that was a gut punch. Like, I mean, he was a hero growing up. Like, you know, I was my mid teens when the Blue Jays won those two world series and he was such a big part of that. And yeah, to hear that news was just, you know, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. No, it doesn't surprise me because it's just like, you know, he was a big enough superstar. You knew that, you know, he, he spat in an umpire. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, he, it doesn't surprise yeah. me, you know, but at the same hand, it's like, yeah, I felt the exact same way. Like this guy helped us win a world series twice. It's like, uh, yeah. Like number 12 was, was whenever I played ball, which wasn't a whole lot as a kid, but I mean, that was always my number. I always wanted to be, it was him or Halliday, right? That was, you know, Roy Halliday was later on in life, but uh, yeah, like he was, he was the guy, although, you know, Joe Carter hit the big home run that won it, yeah. you know, but Alomar was probably more critical to what the Jays did winning those series, yeah. especially well, against both, Oakland. Yeah. Cause the, both of them came over with that same trade from San yep. Diego. Joe Carter and Roberto Alomar for what was it? Uh, Manny McGriff, Fernandez, Fred McGriff and Tony Fernandez, to- uh, Tony Fernandez. That's it. Fred McGriff and Tony yeah. Fernandez. That is it. Yeah. 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 I think I remember being really upset as a kid when that trade happened. Cause both 
Tony and Fred were kind of fan favorites. Everyone mm-hmm. loved them when that when that deal went down. Like, Alomar, who? Yeah, <laughs> what's going on here? I and remember that too. Yeah. yeah, but Tony yeah, Fernandez ended up coming back the next season, right? He came back the next season, I think, the '93. Yeah, they did. They brought him, so he was part of the '93 World yeah. Series. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't there for '92, right? But yeah, '93. Yeah, but yeah, no, that was that was pretty wild news yesterday. Yeah. Like they, they've the, the level of excellence, as they call it, in Toronto. They're taking his name off. It's gotta be. It's gotta be pretty serious, Ian. If you think that the, Toronto, the, the organization is doing all this, is it, it's not just smoke. I think. I think it's actual proof in there. You know. Yeah. Well, they, I guess they conducted or MLB conducted a huge investigation, and they've come out of this saying, uh, "Yep, he will no longer be part of anything we have to do with baseball, or he had to do with it." Uh, I guess because he was doing a lot of stuff in Puerto Rico. Um, for MLB, and then the Blue Jays came out right after and said, yep, same thing, Um, that's that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, cancel culture is a thing these days, but I don't think they would do that without it being pretty legit. So I'm sure sure it'll start coming out what actually happened. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably not good. Does it make you wonder, like, Roberto Alomar, they dropped him like a hot potato like that, but Sean Watson out there in Houston is still, like, you know, employed technically at at the moment? Mm. Until of course the court cases go through and everything, uh, it's 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 interesting because I mean those allegations are pretty heinous when you hear them. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I only hope with those, and maybe it's I don't know a lot about the Deshaun Watson situation. I've heard a little bit about it, but you know, at least if it's if it happens, they do it after they've determined whatever has gone down was serious enough to make this call versus. Right just reacting to an accusation or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. You know, like in any court case, we want to be, you know, innocent until proven guilty, but if they find out, you know, it's truly something pretty bad as it sounds like it probably was here. Um, yeah. That, uh, they wait till it's, you know, they figure out what it is, even if it never becomes public, it was you know worthy of something like this because it's, you know, it's a big deal. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, it was a sad day yesterday, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was, but at yeah. the same hand, if it's true, I'm glad they're doing it. So, oh yeah, if if the guy is a slime ball, you know, in his personal time, then then he deserves it. So yeah, it's absolutely sad, but uh, but sad. true. Sad but true. Yeah. Nice Metallica yeah. song too. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how like I'm I'm so protective of my Clippers when I'm on board. Because it's yeah. like, yo, what, what are you using the Clippers for? Oh, you can't share Clippers. No. <laughs> no. I don't share. There's, I don't have a real problem sharing a lot of things. Uh, that's one. Gross. That's I'll gross. share. I'll share. I won't share a toothbrush, and I won't share Clippers. Well, toothbrush. I mean, yeah. Unless it, my wife, I've mistaken her toothbrush a couple of times. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a little bit yeah. different, though, yeah. right? Because, you know, you actually stick your tongue in her mouth, so it's not I know, that. I know. Girlfriends, I wouldn't even do it, though. <laughs> Back in the day, it was, like, grossed out. Give you a cream pie before I share a toothbrush with you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day! <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, all, all I kept thinking about, I was just, I was just actually thinking, um, some of my, cause like my first hockey game I went to was with my 
dad in the old Maple Leaf Gardens. Um, mm. But the most hockey games I went to was with you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because your dad used to – he used to get part of a uh, season ticket. Uh, yeah. He was, he, was like, sure. he was like a quarter or a half of a season ticket holder there for uh, the Leafs. Yeah, quarter. Yeah, quarter. So you got about 10, 10 to 11 games a year. Yeah, plus and playoffs. There was those years where I, we would go to two games, it felt like. <laughs> you and I would end up going to two yeah. games a year, and I was just ecstatic. Um, mm. to be able to go there, and I remember we went both Maple Leaf Gardens and the uh, not even the ACC, okay. the Scotia Bank Center as well. As That's a matter of fact, my last yeah. game was with you in the Scotia Bank Center, it was called ACC, and uh, yeah, I remember, well. man, this was so high tech back then, you know, like this is the way to watch yeah. hockey games. Um, oh, but Maple Leaf Gardens was the place, man. Oh, so much, we history, were but. like third last row from the back wall seats. Like they were nosebleeders and they were. It didn't even matter. No, it didn't. (laughs) But they were tiny little seats. Like everyone must have been five foot two when they built the place. (laughs) Little like built for half a human. So you're shoulder to shoulder with everyone back there. But we were always, you know, back there would be all the drunk dudes that would be, you know, just just making crazy noise. It was awesome. I remember my dad when my first game there. You know, they could still smoke in the back row, and then they, they the the two things I remember as a kid from that whole era was the smoking in the back row, or it was in the the hallways when you'd go down for intermission, and the molten lava hot nacho cheese sauce because that was my favorite thing to get as a kid. <laughs> Those two, those two smells are what I remember of the place. And then they kicked all the smokers. They weren't allowed to smoke in their seats anymore. They had to smoke yeah. in the in the hallway. And then they kicked them into the staircase. So they'd all be lined up down the staircase. And as a kid, I had asthma. So I had to <laughs> hold my breath walking through, not die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my when gosh. When we were kids and you had allergies, you were on your own. It was uh, a different time now. They have to pay attention to you. But uh, back then, it was like... Your brother, <laughs> your brother. I'm not going to mention his name unless you want to mention it. Um, but he he was the first kid I ever met with a peanut allergy. I, I never heard of that until I, until I met until I met your brother, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was me. No, that was you me. didn't have I it. I thought, no, you I didn't. didn't. Did you? I no, did. you didn't. Yep. Ian, then I'm getting messed up. I'm getting old, buddy. <laughs> no, he didn't have any. I was the one who had that. I you had were the one with the peanut allergy? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that would be horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it's not serious. Like, it's not like, you know, some people can't walk in a room without them. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I got that, too. Oh, it's, most of them have kind of subsided over the years. But uh, no, that one's still there. I mean, All right. Yeah. So before before we progress on to a couple of because I want to get in some leaf talk, you know, sure. considering uh, you know the amount of games that we watch, I still figured that you would be an avid Maple Leafs fan, have some yep. some foot uh, some fingers on the pulse of that there. But I did I did want to ask you what was your earliest song in a sporting event that made you like you you synonymously look at that song and think this game this sport yeah i was trying to think of one i couldn't come up with anything super profound other than like 
I don't know. Um, for a while, the uh, the Leafs were using um, Thunderstruck. Oh, Thunderstruck! <laughs> well, it, was, it was the it, at whatever point, and I'm you know my memories fading like all of ours are. But uh, when that came out, they used that as their intro song when they hit the ice at some point. And that one always kind of stuck with me. But uh, yeah, the Hall and Oates song they use is the goal song now. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's fans that love it and there's fans that hate it. There was a whole bunch that were um tweeting at Brandon Shanahan, who's the president of the Leafs yeah. now, you know, about you know, wanting him to change it. And uh he came out at the beginning of this year and basically said, Suck it, we're not changing it. Twitter's <laughs> 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 like, no, not going anywhere, too bad. So <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it, but uh, uh, <laughs> I can't. I could think of, I don't know, Thunderstruck was one. Um, yeah, I don't know all the cliches like "Eye of the Tiger" and stuff like that. I guess. Oh, Rocky twice. Uh, yeah. So that's yeah. what Brad said. His favorite was Rocky. Like the the, yeah. the first song that ever influenced him in anything was the Rocky, but like the Rocky theme song. And I, I guess I'm the only freaking nerd here because it was uh, Queen. We are the champions. Because that was okay. when yeah. that was when the Islanders first won their first of four cups, and they played that, and I'm like, I was so young, okay. right? I was seven. I'm there going in. Don't forget, I was seven. Right. I was only introduced to country and western music thanks to my dad. So that's all it was playing was country and western music everywhere. So I didn't even know who Michael Jackson was. <laughs> I didn't know any other artists. I only knew George Jones and Tammy Wynette and everything like that, right? Oh, my God. (laughs) They're going, how in the world do they write this song just for the New York Islanders that we are the champions? This is so awesome. Clueless. Clueless. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Clueless. I'm just telling you. It wasn't until I went into, like, grade five I found out who Michael Jackson was. (laughs) I'm like, oh. (laughs) There's a whole wide world of music. (laughs) <laughs> oh man oh there's yeah I didn't say anything while you were gone but that's super oh. crazy what my pee yeah you had to pee we're like 30 minutes in <laughs> it's annoying when you have an older partner I, this is the first time this happened so I feel like you just weren't that's <laughs> <laughs> What do you think this year? Now, Nick Foligno coming over to the Leafs this year. Mm-hmm. We had to wait for because of COVID. We had to wait like a week or something like that for him to actually get in there. But since he's been yeah. in that uniform, it's been a whole different Maple Leafs club. We won four in a row after dropping six, yeah. coming off of a nine win win streak. Uh, I think we're we're peaking now at the right levels, and Freddie Anderson comes in healthy. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Now, Felino seemed to add, it's like, you know, they always used to say it about why hockey teams had enforcers. And when you, when you have a tough guy and they're kind of long gone now, but everyone on the team grows a couple of inches, right? They all play a little bit more confident cocky. And he's by no means a enforcer, but he just brought a dimension that they needed. And they had it. Zach Hyman's a similar player and what he brings, but Felino just has a little bit of an extra edge or whatever it was. And he's it just, just that sandpaper. Like he's yeah. just like sandpaper. Like him and um who's the center that we ended up getting from Columbus there as well? Uh oh uh, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I've heard his name 20 times this week, and I can't right? remember what it was. Oh, I'll keep on it. Is Riley Nash? Riley Nash. That's it. Riley yeah. Nash. Right. He's another sandpapery guy. You know, like yeah. these these guys are just sandpaper. And you noticed that last year in the postseason when we had to go up against Columbus. Yeah. We got ground in a, the, the ground, the ice. <laughs> and he, there was even a quote from Felino himself from a couple of years ago. And he said, the Maple Leafs were the easiest team to play because they didn't want to play in their own zone below the red line. Like they would, they just ground them in. They didn't want to play physical hockey. They just had, we had so little of it in the last few years. So the, the guys they've added and Felino at the top of that list is, is, is the right pieces to complement what they already had in place. So Dumas, everybody's been so hard on Dumas, right? Like Dumas was brought into the Leafs. Oh, I want to say almost a decade ago as a, uh, as the analytics guy. And then once Lou Lamorello left and went to the Islanders, he ended up taking over the GM. And then everybody has been critical of the man because, you know, he was using analytics in order to build the team. But he had great, like, he had a great, when you really look at it, it was a great, like, you know, tic-tac-toe team. Great finesse. But I think he's starting to realize that there's some other qualities that you cannot look at in your analytics that's going to quantify your playoff position. And with the additions right. of Wade Simmons, Joe Thornton, Nick Foligno, Riley Nash, um, even that defense. Oh, they end up picking, yeah. Like they, they become now a little bit more sandpapery. So to mix in with that finesse, because let's face it, your two lines, first two lines are going to be deadly, deadly, deadly. And then those last yeah. two lines are going to be there just to shut you down. Yeah, it's and it's pretty amazing to have a fourth line that has legends like Spezza and Thornton on them. I mean, Thornton's kind of <laughs> been doing much, but the last few games, and it was right around when Foligno showed up, but he's yep. kind of woken up and he's getting to be a bit of an ornery bear out there. And Let's face it, he's getting the seven hundred thousand not for scoring. I think he's just there for a locker room presence. You know, like yeah, well, they needed that, right? Like Tavares yeah. is, you know, he was the captain of the Islanders forever. I mean, but he's more of a quiet, unassuming type of captain. Like he's, you know, <laughs> listening to him talk is like warm milk, right? He's he's not the most exciting guy, and doesn't strike me as a guy who screams and yells in the room. And but you it get was a like guy Phil like Kessel. <laughs> it was Phil Kessel two point Really, is what it was. Just about, just about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's more of a on the ice demonstrate leader type of player rather than. It a, took him a know, while to get started, though. Took him a while yeah. to get started this season. Like he was slow out of the gates, but he's very quietly had a very good season. It's just I know. overshadowed Super by under the radar, right? It's like Austin Matthews goes out and scores these highlight reel goals that are ridiculous every game. But meanwhile, like Tavares has scored these boring ones from five feet out in front of the net, and it's like, oh hey, Tavares scored again. But did you see what Matthews did? And everyone kind of forgets about it, which is, you know, kind of a good thing, I guess, when you're a little under the radar. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, they, yeah. I certainly, I, I wasn't really, a, I wasn't a critic of D- Dubas, but I was, you know, we've been watching this team and been through enough heartbreak enough times to see and be concerned about what they were doing or not doing to the lineup. And 
seeing what they were missing and getting knocked out by Columbus in the, I guess, what did they call the play it? The play-in the play in series. Yeah. yeah. And then technically the Leafs didn't make the playoffs, playoffs. last year. <laughs> this is, what is going on, right? And Montreal took it out Pittsburgh. It, oh, and, yeah. Like, it was a weird, crazy, of course, year and that whole shutdown with COVID and however many months it was, about three months before they finally resumed. Yeah. Like it was... You got to chalk some of that. You know what, Ian? I'm going to tell you, I never heard. I never heard such crazy talk out there. It's like because we had no sports for that time period for like a good time period, a good chunk when sports shut down and then started back up. Right? It was terrible. Yeah. And then I never heard so many people that go, "I don't need sports anymore. I don't need that anymore." (laughs) Really? Give them a few months, and all of a sudden, like, I need it. I need it. Oh, I was dying without it. Oh, I was bad choice of words during COVID. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so my Neither co-host, energy, like Brad, Brad watched every single game of the NFL. Okay. During this, when there was no sports, watched every single Seahawks game. I'm sorry, every single Seahawks game during oh. the season. Okay, I'm there going like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Like everyone in history? No, I think everyone for the season there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Including the postseason. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. No, it was that was dull without sports. So when I came back, it was amazing. But that was a painful five games for the Leafs coming back into that that play in series. <sighs> a play in series. I mean Watching Columbus, which had Columbus had again, and the thing was is that they did the same thing to Tampa. I think it was the year before they beat them. And remember, Tampa yes. had that regular season. Four straight. Yes. And they destroyed them. Like they so, were nothing. Yeah. And, you know, everyone, well, Toronto's got to earn it. But, you know, everyone around the team seems to say that after that, you know, they said, okay, this year we're not going to let that happen. Both mm. management and players said, we're, we're not going to get run over this time by a team like that, mm-hmm. you know. With, with the players they have, it was just a matter of bringing in the right guys around them and mm-hmm. guys like Foligno because you can't expect Austin Matthews to go out there and start pounding guys, and you don't need him to, but you need a guy no. to go in the corners and get in the puck, and you need guys to be defensively tough when things crank up in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're starting to see it out of them. So as most – you know, Leaf fans of our generation and older were cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I have no, I have no blind faith anymore. Because <laughs> I, I guess, I guess I'm happen. the last of them. Ian, I, I put it out <laughs> on Facebook that we're going to win, and then it sometimes oh, doesn't. You? Yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> After that 2013 game, I was talking to my buddy Reed, and I put it out there on Facebook. Yeah, we got you because it was Game Seven. We came back, we're ahead, and I'm like, oh man, we got you. We got you. Right. And the most epic failure, the most epic breakdown I've ever seen in an NHL game happened. Oh. I was like, oh, God. Oh, oh that was agony, man. That yeah. was heartbreak, buddy. Like, <laughs> I don't even remember a lot of the details of those games because I think I just drank my sorrows away afterwards until I couldn't think of anything. couldn't remember a thing because it was terrible. And like that Columbus team, they they beat up on Tampa that the year before. They beat up on Toronto. They had 
like the talent they lost, like guys like Panarin and they're still out there killing giants. And it's, it was crazy. It was unreal, unreal. But 2013, that was the first year that we made the playoffs in such a long time. And we played Boston, dirty old freaking Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I hate, I hate Marshawn. If Brad Marshawn would have become a Leaf, though, I think I would buy his jersey, but I hate him. Oh, without a doubt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to hate, but if he's yeah. on your team, you're going to love him. Like, you can't. You can't. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a pretty amazing player, but God, we hate him in Toronto. We hate all yeah. of Boston because it, oh, yeah. it's not out of us too many That's times. That's exactly it. And the worst part is, like, when I was down in Boston, I was wearing my Leafs jersey. I thought I was going to get some sort of flack, but people just felt sorry for me. It was just. Like... <laughs> They felt pity. Yeah. yeah. They could. They should. So I'm I'm really happy that we don't have to worry about them till at least the semifinals if we make it that far. But I you know, think the, way the Canadian Yeah. I think we have a good chance. Set up, like like they have me, no the, excuse not to. The Leafs have to make it to the conference finals for it to be a successful season this season. Oh, yeah, if they don't blow through the Canadian division in the playoffs, it will be epic failure. Nah, and I said that heads will roll, the fans will lose their minds. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, we know a certain fan that I I always see his posts, man, and I'm just like he is so critical of calling down um, the lease, but yet he's also the biggest Leaf fan. It's so like like dude, you can't have it both ways. You, you can't have it both yeah. ways. You can't be calling down management and then also going, I love the Leafs. It's like, <laughs> you can't well, do that. We are we are a little bit of a deranged bunch from the <laughs> number of years of punishment. You know, it's like, it's like getting hit in the head with a baseball bat and going back for more every year the way it is. <laughs> we don't like it, but we keep coming back. <laughs> we, you can't. It's life as a sports fan, right? Be like a, the only thing worse would be like a Cleveland Browns fan. Like, my God, I don't know how the, those those fans handle that. Like, I it's know. bad enough. I know Especially with them losing them. their team. They lost their team as well for a moment. And then it's like. Yeah. And then it came back. <laughs> yeah. There it is. I mean, I know some Leaf fans who are Cleveland Browns fans. And I look at them and think, how are you not in an institution? Because that's. That's a level of punishment I can't. You used to be a Niners fan, right? You used to be a Niners fan. Yeah, I still am. I'm not the biggest football guy, but the 49ers are kind of my team. Yeah. So, yeah. Brad and you would not get along. Just, well, (laughs) you probably would, but I mean, as far as football allegiances, yeah, he probably would uh, hate your pick, but uh, he's a Seahawks fan. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm a Bills fan. And it's like, I mean, that's, yeah. So you, yeah, I was just going to (laughs) say. Yeah. It's like you just you just made my existence right there. It was like <laughs> yeah. hey uh there's the guitar that I played that riff on, by the way, hanging on the wall right there. The music man, eh? You no, still that's have the that? one I built. That's oh the one I built. Gosh. Yeah. Yes, I do. What yeah. an awesome guitar, so dude. There's oh. one of the other ones, the unfinished one. Oh my god. I still haven't put strings on it. It's about 25 years old. It's never had a set of strings on it. <laughs> the, the, the OG. This was Look the original that one that I built. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, wow. It sits beside a dog bed now. That's you know the kind of perspective gets. But hey. <laughs> that is cool. 
That is cool. Yeah. <laughs> the, the relics that hang on the wall now, they're not, uh, they don't get a lot of use anymore, but I, you know, uh, what were we talking about? Leafs Nation. Um, I did want to, okay. Yeah, I did want to jump over quickly because mm-hmm. I had a double prong, a two part question. Okay. So the, I'm going to ask the first one the code. So the Canucks, Mr. Edler takes out Zach Hyman. Yeah, he got suspended. I understand that. But you're coming back to play the exact same team. People got upset in Vancouver that Wade Simmons walked over them and said, you're going to take a licking. You're going to take it. Yeah. And and you're people are like, jump. oh, oh, Mr. Edler, he fought nobody. And Wade Simmons <laughs> had 71 fights. This is not fair. This is not fair. But all I'm thinking is like, you know what? Shut your stupid pie hole. Your stupid ass player knew what he was doing with putting his knee out there. That's why the Casperitis brothers were the most hated brothers in all of hockey. Because that's what they did was just knee to knee contact. So to me, it's like, stop your crying. Wade Simmons did what he was supposed to do, stand up for his teammate. And you do not get to pick the player you get to fight in order for a retribution. You fight the player who comes up to you. And that is retribution. Am I wrong? Exactly. Not at all. Sucks to be you, but if you throw your knee out like that, you're going to pay the price, man. And that's, that's like it or not, there's still a code in hockey. And, yes. and there should be, because if there wasn't, there'd be, you know, there'd be guys kneeing guys all over the place. You got to answer the bell if you do, whether you've had a million fights in your career or zero. It's like, you know, suck it. You took out one of our, you know, no, Zach Hyman is not a superstar. But he's a very important player to the Leafs going forward. They, exactly. You look at any team that wins in the playoffs; it's guys like him that show up in big games and score big goals. So for the, it looks like he's going to be back, which is good. Yeah. God knows what's, you know, he played on a torn ACL in the playoffs last year. Or that's year right. Before. So like the guy will play through anything, but if they lost him, that's a huge, huge blow. So yeah, you you answer the bell in hockey if you. If you knee a guy like that, you should. You could take your lumps. Hey, the guy, to his credit, he dropped the gloves with Simmons. He said, all right, you know, I don't want it. I'm sure he didn't want to do it, but he did. Oh, I know he didn't want to do it. I'm sure he was there mumbling. But, yeah, yeah, to his credit, but, he did. But the yeah. stupid knucklehead fans, and I, I'm sorry, knuckleheads, first <laughs> off. And, listen, one of my one of my really good friends, my one of my mentors, he's a knucklehead fan, but uh, you got to agree with me on this one. I'm sorry. You don't get to pick who you fight. You don't get to do that. No. You don't yeah. get it. And if it's 250-pound Wade Simmons coming down you, Mr. Edler, <laughs> you answer the call. Jeez. That's right. Hi, babies. Oh, my God. I saw there's tweets coming out of the – like, their, their media are some of the biggest homers on the planet. <laughs> like, their sports media, they – you know, we always say this in Toronto. It's like half the media is like, do you hate the Leafs? Because the way you talk about them, you want the bad stuff to happen. Like yeah. you got these idiots like Steve Simmons and, you know, there's a whole bunch of jackass media here. And there's some good ones too. But yeah. out there, it's like every, the biggest fans of the Vancouver Canucks are the media. And the second biggest fans are the regular fans. So these guys are losing their minds on sports radio talking about this code and, how big, bad, mean Wayne Simmons beat up poor, innocent Edler, who was, you know, just minding his own business, of course, right? He didn't stick his knee out. Oh, no, that was an act. 
accident. How yeah, never happened. You know, just you know, just freaking out. And all of a sudden, the, the Leafs, who have been like one of the softest teams on the planet for the last five years or more, are the they call them the Bay Street Bullies again. <laughs> Bay Street Bullies. Oh yeah. my gosh. So it's, it's pretty pathetic to see them complaining and whining about it. Like, hey, you know, suck it. Thank you. <laughs> suck it. Exactly. I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sorry. Yeah. You 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 know what? Ulf and Shell Samuelson were hated. Anybody who does oh, that yeah. need a knee freaking hit. I'm sorry. You you deserve what you get. You Remember, deserve uh, it. Like Darius Casparitis, he was pretty notorious. <gasps> Claude Lemieux. Oh man, there were some some gems. You're bringing up some gems here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. That was the that was the year the the, the Bay Street Bull year for the least was the Gary Roberts, Shane Corson, Di Domi, Darcy Tucker, etc. 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 on that yeah. team and they were always like first or second in penalty minutes. And we'd have those yeah. wars with like the Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia Flyers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and even like the big the rivalry was the Toronto Ottawa one. And remember, like Darcy Tucker going into the bench, the Ottawa yeah. bench, trying to fight Chris Neal. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> so apparently, they're back because we have a couple of guys who drop the gloves now. Whatever, so, whatever. Okay. Yeah, man, I'll well, never forget Cadre with a whole bunch of Joe Thornton beard when Thornton was on San Jose. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch of That's Joel what Thornton we've gone beard. through. Yeah. That's what we've gone through. Is our toughest guy on the team was Kadri for for Now we have a guy like Simmons who will, you know, do the job and like, we're, the, we're the toughest team in the league, apparently. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Vancouver can suck it. Suck at Vancouver. All right. I've spent yeah. enough time on they're Vancouver. Doing, they're they're not even making yeah. the postseason, those jokers. They're they're lower than Ottawa on the standings, but yeah, the they, yeah, they're one point behind them. So enjoy yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, it's looking like it's going to be Montreal. If Montreal can win some games, I don't know, but they won last night. Okay. They gotta they gotta keep winning. How nervous are you over Toronto Montreal series to start off the playoffs? I don't want to be that overconfident fan, but not at all. Not with the way Montreal is kind of floundering right now. I mean, uh, it was me too. pretty funny, and you know, we take a lot of shots at them because early on in the this season, when they they came out of the came out of the gates guns blazing, and all these pundits were calling them, you know, the juggernaut team. Oh, oh I know. Look like the real it deal. Dem- and- it was them and the Senators. The Senators won their first game. It was like, oh, the Senators are making the postseason oh, yeah. this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see a lot of people taking heat on on Twitter where I do spend a lot of my time yakking about hockey, um, you know, showing people who predicted that uh, Montreal was going to be first. It's going to be Montreal, Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver would be the top four, and Toronto was going to somehow miss the playoffs. And, you know, (laughs) it's like completely upside down now. But, um, no, I mean – Carey Price seems to have vanished. I guess he's injured or whatever's going on with him. He's not 100%. No. Um, they, I mean, no, I I would love for them to face. I'd rather see them face Montreal than Calgary, to be honest. Because the yeah, Flames, good point. The Flames started to turn it on there. They've yeah. kind of fallen back to being crap again. But yeah. you know, once the coach came in, the new coach, Sutter, 
he got them going a bit. I thought yeah. if they could play the hockey he likes to play, that could be dangerous. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it's going to be Montreal since the first time Toronto Montreal have faced off in the playoffs since the late 70s. Like yes. 79. And that's what I said is like this COVID, if anything, has given us this great gift of a Montreal Toronto playoff series. Yeah. It's a great yeah, gift. No, it, yeah. If nothing else, it'll be cool to see. But yeah, they, Toronto should steamroll them. I think should. so too. I think so too. Um, yeah. But having said that, playoffs is a whole different. It's a whole different season, you know. Oh, and and we know the Leafs well enough to know they never do anything the easy way. So I'm sure it'll be an adventure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, we've been watching Leafs hockey long house. enough. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get very overconfident anymore. That's for sure. But that's probably the most confidence yeah. I've shown is talking about that series specifically. But uh, I mean, when your number one center is Matthew Dano, I'm not sure uh, you're, uh, you're quite ready for primetime playoffs, but they did take down Pittsburgh last year. So that's exactly it. That's what I was saying. Like, they took down Pittsburgh last year. It's just a little scary to think that, but you were um, about to go up. Yeah. The pens were a bit of a tire fire last year too. They were kind they of, they were, they were they, something was wrong there, and uh, so they're they're looking pretty good this year. But uh, yeah, so I think it's just situational type thing. And again, it was such an upside down playoffs last year. At least at that play in round or whatever it was so weird. But uh, yeah, it was random. But um, yeah, the Leafs the Leafs have no excuse uh, barring major injury, which still really is an excuse to just blaze through that North division and be ready for whoever they end up. Edmonton is the only team I'm scared of. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Edmonton is the only team I'm, I'm, I'm terrified of because they got, they got, they got firepower. You know what I mean? Like they got firepower. Um, Oh yeah. McDavid is just again on another level this year. He's terrifying to watch, but yeah. Yet for whatever reason, the Leafs have been able to kind of keep him in check as better than anyone else. And so, I mean, their their big their big problem is goaltending. Yeah, they don't have Mike Smith is about 107 years old now, <laughs> and uh, you know beyond him, it's a little sketch. And they yeah. don't, their depth isn't great, but uh, no, yeah, it is. Yeah, turn, yeah, but like, like David I'm, could do damage on so- his own. Nervous though, because it's either the Capitals or the Islanders. One figure we're going to face in the conference finals, and right. if we win that, I think it's Colorado in the finals, and that's uh, that's all she wrote. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, you never know, though, right? You never know. That's it. But look, with Colorado was it last year? They went through three, four goalies and Michael four Hutchinson. Goalies. Michael Hutchinson. Finishing. That's right. <laughs> who's now our fourth string goalie. <laughs> that dude just manages to keep he's, – he's a cat with nine lives. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, if they had had Grubauer rolling, I'm sure they probably would have made it to the finals last year. But yeah, uh, easily, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's between – yeah, it would be tough to beat Washington, Tampa, Colorado, however that all shakes out in the end. I'm hoping that Tampa and Florida what? just beat themselves up. They just beat themselves up in that playoff round. There is what I'm hoping for. But yeah, Carolina is yeah. The Islanders, they're good. It's scary. It's scary all the way across. 
Any team that's making the postseason, I already said it. Any team that's making the postseason has a right to be there this year. You know, it's it's yes. that's how good those teams are. Yeah, yeah. no, it's uh, there's a lot of good teams. So, but like you said, hopefully some of those big ones beat the crap out of each other. And yeah, that's you know you never know once you get there. Round three, four, who's who's left standing, right? Yeah. So. Ian. I am so happy you took some time out there here for us today. Hey, listen, so I joined the military. Ian, he was smart. He ended up becoming a people person, and he uh, sells houses for a living, and he sells houses in Ontario, so he's doing he's doing yeah. well. You want to give a dropout just on here, uh, your information just for any sort of clientele, if you're looking at all or anything <laughs> like that, if anybody's looking for a yeah. realtor. Yeah. Yeah, we work in uh, kind of anywhere west Toronto, call it west of Young Street. So anyone local will know where that is. Um, you know, all that area, all the way out to Guelph, Kitchener, Waterloo, Orangeville, all down Lake Ontario, all across the Golden Horseshoe type thing. Uh, I work for, um, I'm part of a team. Um, it's called the Hey Ray team because my boss's name is Ray and that's how it got started. So you can go to heyray.ca and find my information. Um, or um, yeah, find us up on the website. We're, uh, we're, it's been a crazy year. It's been a wild run. It doesn't seem like it's going to slow down anytime soon, but uh, yeah. All your real estate needs. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is that I would, I would actually be using Ian, well, probably not. Ian would probably he would he would probably refuse me because I'm moving to Toronto this year, but I'm going to be renting. I think Ian would be like, "Ah, this isn't worth my while." <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to be there looking around. Uh, but listen, anybody out there that needs real estate needs, um, Ian is is definitely more than capable. I think you'll you're in great hands if you end up going in there with him as well. So, Ian, buddy, you have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea how happy I am you came on to the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, hey, no problem. It was fun. I, I'd like to have you on as a regular at some point, you know, like every now and then popping on. I hope that. Sure. Uh, if I didn't ruin the show, I'd be happy to come back. I don't think you did. <laughs> I think you're right. a natural. Well, I, wanted to, I want to get on with, um, you know, with your partner because I want us to start telling a f- few more Sean stories that are oh. involved. But, uh, we could do it. We could do it. Um, he's, <laughs> he's he's he ended up getting some a, a phenomenal tickets to Vegas, so he was like cool enough to come on yesterday. Um, and so basically, oh. he's he's gone there. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Lucky, Lucky Americans get to travel I'm a bit. Telling eh? you, they they they're walking around maskless. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but we'll leave that one for another conversation. Mm, but uh, true yeah. enough. We're, uh, we're we're all locked down up here in Ontario again. Yeah. No comment on how that all came about, but uh, one of these days we'll get to travel. And Vegas is one of my favorite places to go, so I'm I'm envious. That's, I've never been, no? so I, I I would like to go there before I get too old. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. At any age, apparently, there you can strap on the speedo and hang out at the hotel pool. <laughs> on that note, Ian, yeah. thank you so much. <laughs> all right, man. Are the Falcons are the Falcons going to be all in with Matt Ryan this year? It looks that way. They're going to give why? Him why else would you Calvin get a tight Ryan, end? Julio Jones, 
and then Kyle Pitts and just let him throw the ball. Yeah. I figured they figured. They, they must think he's got one year left. One year left. That's exactly what I was just saying. He's like, this is it. They were all in with him. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, you missed your chance on a great quarterback selection. So, no, maybe. I mean, this, they know something we don't. Well, Michael Pitts, you were right that he was going to go that Pitts. early. Kyle yeah, Pitts, no, yeah. you were you you were right. He was going to go that early. He just went one down below. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's Missed like, it by one. Yeah, but, I called Mike Jones early though. You did, you did, but and that one trade up. But that that up. yeah, like that that took me by surprise. Trey Lance number yeah. three. For everyone uh, listening, I picked uh, Mac Jones to go to the Patriots after the fourth pick in the draft. You did though, you did, you did. Anyway. Pat yourself on the back there, uh, Barry Horowitz. Very yeah. good. At least Very that's well all done. Okay, friends. Well, uh, that'll do it for this week's episode. Shout out oh, wait to a second. What? No, I got one question before you just sign off like Probably that. Probably your wife's question of the week. No, no, I have one question for you. A oh, little one-on-one. Never mind. Come Sorry. on. Sorry. Belay my last, friends. Belay my oh. Let's oh. get it. Oh. All right. I need to know from you. Yeah. What song was your first song that inspired any sort of emotion in a sporting event for you? Uh, it was a theme to Rocky. Really, eh? Oh, yeah, for sure. That was the first one. Yeah, ever. never seen it. Never seen it and running on it, you know, just pretend to be that's who it was. Wow. I like what that. About you? What about you? Uh, for me... It. Yeah, for me, it was We Are the Champions by Queen because it was the first time I watched the uh, New York Islanders. It was the first time I ever watched hockey with my dad. I was seven, watching playoff, the Stanley Cup playoffs. And it was We Are the Champions after they won their first of four Stanley Cup championships or the Islanders. Yeah. And it was it was like magical. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, they next, wrote this song time, just for them. Sammy, come on, let's talk about this because Sean feels like Queen's a better version than Rocky. So whatever. I didn't say that. Who you alluded to? <laughs> I guess that does it for this week. <laughs> does it? Oh yeah, no, no more surprises. We're done. No more surprises. Okay. None. Sounds good. Uh, I will ask you this. I just need this is the one question I need to know. Do you have a preference? Or I guess I should. I have it's a, it's a two part question. Do you? Put hot sauce on your pizza. No, I do not. Listen, you are messing up with your life. <laughs> First off, it was ketchup on the hot dog, and now it's hot sauce on oh, the pizza. Oh, are you trying to? Don't pin me into the ketchup on the hot dog stance. That's not. No, I'm not. You were against me with that. I, I said put ketchup on the hot dog. I know you're you're a mustard man. Please, like... please, listen. Tapatio <laughs> is the best. Or a little sriracha. And what kind of pizza? Just drizzle it on an all-meat pizza or a pepperoni pizza. Really, any kind of pizza. There's not a bad pizza to drizzle hot sauce over. I can see this being satisfying. <laughs> it's so good. You'll never go back. <laughs> I might try this. Get you what about slice, the f- Frank's Red Hot? Oh, yeah. Frank's is good. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to give that a try. Yeah, you should. Or whatever your favorite pizza place is up there in uh, Halifax. I'm bring it to you. Put a little, put a little Frank's on there. Quote the lady. 
I'm gonna have to try this and then get back to you on this one here, Brad. It sounds actually, yeah. I need I need to know the answer. Man, it sounds it sounds very it sounds very appetizing. Like if I if I didn't eat supper earlier today, I'd probably be on the phone right now trying to order. We both know that's not slowing you down. Come on, man. <laughs> Listen, it ain't slowing me down. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, my God. I, I've recently been harassed by my wife at 7 o'clock by asking if I could order if it was like if she wanted any pizza. She was like, you're ordering pizza? And I was like, yeah. She's like, it's Tuesday. I was like, okay. She's like, we just had dinner. I'm like, and? <laughs> it's always a good time for pizza. That's why I'm a shape, not in shape. All right, friends, until next time. Be good. Oh, hi, Daisy. Be good, be good at it. Join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.